At a certain point, though, I just kind of said the hell with it and ran through the puddles as well because, again, feet are wet. Feet, my feet were wet from the start. They were wet at the finish. It just, it, it is, it is what it is. Episode 783 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, how to race in the rain. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, which may or may not have been uh, inspired, at least in part, by this past weekend's Marine Corps Marathon, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, first things first, want to let you know, uh, in case you're new around here, or remind you if you haven't uh, checked it out already, that uh, I, I created a while back, I don't know, several months ago now, at least as this episode comes out, uh, I, I created the uh, Little Things course, which is uh, free, entirely free, um, nothing nothing on there that uh, is, is kind of a trick or a trap or a, enter your credit card or, or anything like that. You just you just sign up and you check it out, uh, but it's, it's a course all about how to do the the best you can to make sure that you're you're maximizing your training time, your time spent running, and, and the results that you'll get from your training by making sure you're taking care of some of those those quote unquote little things that uh, in the big picture really aren't that little. So make sure you're taking care of your sleep and making sure that you know you're you're on point with diet and nutrition. Uh, make sure that you're recovering well. Um, make sure that you're, you're aware of the benefits of cross training, kind of all, all of those are the four main pillars, um, and kind of, you know, various, uh, things, tips, suggestions about really taking care of those little things, which again, add up to be a pretty big thing when it's all said and done. And as you're working towards your running goals, you can be doing all the things right as far as your training goes. But if you're, if you're falling short, um, of the little things, boy, you, it, it, it's, it's, uh, tough to make the progress that you're looking for. So if you want to check it out, if you haven't done so already, disruns.com slash little things is the link. It'll redirect you right over to uh, the Thinkific platform, which is where the, the course is located. Uh, you log in. Like I said, it's, it's totally free. You'll have access to everything. Check it out. You know, if there's one area that you need to, to learn a little bit more about, you can check out that one area. If you want to look at the whole thing, look at the whole thing, but check it out, utilize it. Hopefully it'll help you. Um, and if you have any questions on anything related to the little things, just let me know, and we'll get it squared away, all right? Uh, Dizruns.com slash little things. So today, talking about racing in the rain, which, again, as, as this episode comes out, we're, we're less than a week removed from the Marine Corps Marathon, which, uh, at least the Marine Corps Marathon 2019, and if you've, if you've been paying attention uh, about this race, you probably heard that the weather wasn't exactly ideal. Um, in, my, in my view, from my experience, it wasn't that bad. Um, it wasn't ideal. Certainly. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, uh, it could have been worse, could have been a whole lot better as well. Um, uh, but that's, you know, that's kind of the nature of the beast when it comes to road running, right. Or any type of outdoor running, trail running, road running, um, running on the, the track. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to be racing outdoors, weather's always, you know, always has the possibility of becoming a factor, becoming an issue. Hopefully the weather tends to be good. That's, that's certainly the, the, uh, the goal. That's what we hope. But, eh, you know, more often than not, I feel like, at least in my experience, maybe I just run all the wrong races, but more often than not, the weather leaves a little bit to be desired. Sometimes it's a bit too hot. Sometimes it's a bit too cold. Sometimes it's a bit too windy. Sometimes it's a bit too rainy. Sometimes it's more humid than we would like. Sometimes, you know, it's, the air quality is poor. Uh, there's, there's, it feels like, to me, there's always something 
that uh, could be better about the weather and, and kind of navigating it, dealing with it, making the best of the situation is what's required to have an, a, a good day, hopefully hitting your, your race goals, your PRs, your, your whatever it is you're striving for. You know, Hopefully you can overcome whatever Mother Nature throws at you and, and, and get it and get your goals. Sometimes that's not possible. Sometimes what the weather does is, is more than we can handle, and we have to adjust our, our goals and adjust how we're going to, to run you know, midstream or mid-race. Um, but sometimes you can see the weather coming for a while, and hopefully you can prepare accordingly for it, and, and it won't make too much of a difference for you. And that's, and that's kind of the, the, the gist of today's episode is if you, if you know that there's a pretty good chance that it's going to rain on race day, what can you do to try to make that, that wet weather as little of a factor as possible so that you can still go out there and have a good day? Because leading up to Marine Corps, um, it was pretty clear that we were going to get wet. Now, you know, I'm not one that, that looks at the weather forecast for a Saturday or a Sunday on, on the Monday before and, you know, says that that five or seven day forecast is, is a guarantee. But, you know, I kind of kept my eye on things and, and certainly um, heard some people talking about it it's people that I knew that were that were also going to be running Marine Corps and uh, you know it, it, it looked like it was gonna rain a week before and uh, it looked like it was gonna rain three days before and the forecast didn't change much a day before and uh, waking up on Sunday morning race morning it was raining <laughs> didn't really catch anybody by surprise if you were watching the weather at all you knew it was gonna rain and uh, I even had a couple of folks reach out maybe one, one or two I mean it wasn't like a massive number but of the people that were, were running the, the Marine Corps Marathon, I had a, a couple people that reached out and said, hey, do you have any tips or you know, have you done a quick tip or anything like that on racing in the rain? And uh, over over five years of doing these bloody quick tips, I sure didn't have a, a quick tip on racing in the rain. So we are remedying that today, uh, which if, if you're one of the folks that reached out and was looking for some, some, some information or some suggestions about racing in the rain, I apologize that I didn't have this for you before Marine Corps, but uh, you keep racing long enough, you're going to race another race in the rain. So here we go. Here are some, some tips, some suggestions, some things that I would encourage you to keep in mind uh, if, if you're looking for whenever, – whenever you're looking for a race down the road and it looks like it's going to be raining, here are some things to help make that rain experience, that, that experience of racing in the rain a bit more tolerable, a bit more bearable, and hopefully something that prevents that, – that doesn't then derail you and you're able to stay on track and have a good and successful race. So the first, the first tip, and these are in no particular order as far as most important, least important. These are just, uh, I think, six tips that uh, I, I think cover most of, most of the, the, the issues, but I don't know. If there's something else, obviously you can let me know. Uh, maybe we'll add it to the post at some point as well. But uh, the, the first thing on my list of tips, suggestions, things to do if you know you're going to be racing in the rain is to lube up. Lube up. If, if you're prone to chafing... A little bit. If, if chafing is, is an issue for you, chafing's really going to be an issue for you when your clothes are soaked from the get-go and everything's wet and rainy. So make sure you're lubing up. Bring the bring the, the tube of, of skin lube or whatever it is that you use, Vaseline. Stop at the aid stations and reapply. Uh, but wherever the areas are that you tend to chafe, be, uh, be proactive and really really lube those areas up, whether it's, it's, you know, your arms rub, rubbing on your singlet or on your, your shirt or whatever, kind of in that, that underarm area, thighs, um, wherever lube up your toes. If you tend to get some blisters and things like that on your feet, um, lube up, lube up down there. Um, I feel, I feel like a lot of people talk about that. 
I've never done that, putting putting Vaseline and stuff all over my toes before I put my socks on. I feel like that would be the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Um, but if that's something that you need to do, if, if, if you're worried about blisters, lube up, lube up. Uh, make sure that you've got all the Vaseline, all of the um, skin lube, body glide, whatever it is. You probably don't want a, a water-based something because it's raining. So, you know, the watery water-based lubes are probably going to uh, rinse off just a little bit. But get something that's more silicone, petroleum, jelly-based, something like that, and uh, apply liberally. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't tend to chafe, which thankfully I call myself one of one of you people, one of one of you non-chafers, we are we are the same. Uh, I don't chafe very much. Um, I did disclose one area where I tend to chafe a little bit uh, during the, the treadmill 26.2 when the filter finally came off and I just didn't care anymore. And, and we started talking about chafing and yeah, I do chafe a little bit in one area. Um, which surprisingly I didn't chafe there at really at all, uh, this past weekend at Marine Corps. But, uh, anyway, I digress. I'm typically a non-chafer. I don't, I don't do much with, with the skin lube and the Vaseline and things like that, thankfully. Um, however, when I got in the shower after the race, I noticed I did chafe a little bit. Had a little chafage going on on the inner thighs. Um, and upon review of some photos, kind of figured out, I think, what happened. Uh, apparently, my my shorts, when they're soaking wet and I'm running, they kind of climbed up the old thighs a little bit. And they didn't kind of fall back down the old thighs like they usually do. Uh, I threw a picture up in the show notes. I had stopped to see a friend at, at a various point. We got a photo. And uh, holy short shorts, Batman. Uh, the, the one leg in particular, the right, the right thigh was, uh, exposed if you will. And, uh, that was not surprisingly the area that was the most chafed. So, um, even if you're not a chafer, you still may want to lube up a little bit more note to self for next time. A little bit, a little bit of skin lube, a little bit of Vaseline on the old thighs might be in order, even though that's not an area that I usually struggle with. So if you're going to be running a race in the rain, lube up. That's the moral of the story to try to stay as comfortable as possible. I didn't feel any chafing during the race, but you might feel some of that rub. Get, get on it early, get out in front of it. And hopefully you won't have much of an issue when it comes to dressing for what to wear during a rainy race, dress for the temperature, not for the rain. Meaning if it's going to be fairly warm, you know, if the temperature forecast is in the the sixties, seventies or whatever would be classified as warm for you. You want to wear the type of clothing, the type of gear that you would normally wear if you were running in that type of temperature and it wasn't raining. Um, I feel like I saw some people that were quite a bit overdressed for Marine Corps Marathon um, with with really big, fancy rain jackets on. Uh, and I even heard a few of them go, man, I wish I wouldn't have worn this. All right. It's, it's kind of nice to have that protection if it's raining before the start of the race. You know, we were standing outside or we had actually had a, quite a bit of a, of a walk, quite a bit of a hike from the metro station to the start line. I'm pretty sure it was more than a mile. Um, and so, you know, it was nice to have some coverage there. I, I had brought an old space blanket, you know, one of those silvery blanket things that we get at the end of a lot of races to kind of help keep your body temperature from from having issues right after the race. I always keep one of those after after any time I get one after a race, always just keep it, tuck it away until I might need it for a colder morning or in this case, a rainier morning. So I had that wrapped around me. It wasn't perfect, but it kept me warm and it, it kept most of the water off me. Then it's easy to ditch that as soon as the race starts or right before the race starts, and then you're good to go. So maybe do something like that. Have a throwaway, have a cheap poncho, something like that to keep you dry before the race starts. But dress, when it comes to what to wear during a rainy race, dress for the temperature 
irregardless of the rain. If it's cold, wear your cold weather gear. If it's warm, wear your warm weather gear. All right? Whatever whatever the rain is doing, the rain is going to do. But you want to dress for the temperature, not for the rain. Because don't forget, when you're running, you're going to be generating some body heat. And if it's kind of warm already and now you've got a jacket on or something like that, extra layers to try to stay stay dry, which isn't really going to work. You're still going to be wet. But now you've got something that's trapping that body heat, which is going to make things more difficult, more likely to chafe, more likely to overheat, more likely to have problems. So dress for the temperature when you're racing in the rain, not for the rain. All right. So that's, that's where getting, getting some good rain gear and then, uh, you know, using it when you need it. That's, that's the name of the game right there. Tip number three for racing in the rain hat and visor, and maybe sunglasses are not a bad idea. So, you know, when it comes to, to running a race, when it's overclass, overcast and it's rainy, or just going for a run when it's overcast and it's rainy, um, you know, the idea of wearing a hat or a visor or something to shield your eyes, maybe even to wear some sunglasses as well, like it kind of seems ridiculous, right? Like, it, hello, it's raining outside, uh, probably don't need a hat, probably don't need a visor, probably don't need the sunglasses, but depending on how bad it's raining, um, those things can be pretty crucial as far as keeping the, the rain out of your eyes, keeping it so you can see. Um, I, I, I wore a visor on, on Sunday and had zero issues with rain coming into my eyes, even when it was raining pretty hard. All right. So get yourself a visor, get yourself a hat helps to keep the, the, the rain out of your face. I mean, obviously my face was still wet, but I didn't have anything, any issues with, with rain in the eyes. Um, and depending on how long your race is and what the forecast looks like, which this is what happened on Sunday as well. More about this in a second. But eventually the rain stopped. The sun came out. And uh, I had thought about bringing my sunglasses as well. But I was like, nah, I, nah, I won't. I'll just roll with the visor. Kicking myself. Should have brought the sunglasses as well. Because the last few miles, it was it was bright enough that I would have really liked having my sunglasses on. So you, if you're going to be out there for a while and the rain may stop before your race is over, you might want to have that hat. And, and hat or visor and sunglasses as well, just in case the sun comes back out. So bringing those types of things, it's good for while you're running in the rain and it might be good if the rain stops as well. So don't forget, don't overlook the value of a hat or a visor or sunglasses, especially if those are types of things that you normally would train in, normally would race in, may want to have them even if it's raining. Fourth tip, don't forget to drink. All right, it's it's easy when you're out there racing and it's raining and everything's wet to kind of forget about rehydrating yourself and making sure you're taking in enough electrolytes. But you're still you're still sweating. You're still dehydrating yourself. You're still you're still in need of replenishment especially over the course of 26.2 miles or some type of ultra distance. But even the shorter stuff, if you would normally drink, and that's maybe there's a running theme here. If you would normally do X Still do it when it's raining, okay? If you would, whatever amount you would normally drink, you probably want to be drinking pretty close to that because that's what your body is going to need to help you get through the race. Um, on on Sunday, there were definitely a few instances, and I, I don't know that these are, you know, if these are correlations or causations, okay? So I'll, I'll throw that disclaimer out there. But I it, it pretty much stopped raining and the sun came out when I got to about 20 miles, okay? Plus or minus, that was about when the rain stopped sun came out is about three and a half hours deep, three hours and 20 minutes, something like that deep. The sun came out and it started to get hot. Okay. I literally saw no one pulled over by the side of the road, struggling at all while it was raining. All right. Now again, obviously at least maybe 
part of that was just because it was raining. So people just wanted to keep going. I, I don't know, but, I, and it was earlier in the race. So, you know, there's, there's that to keep in, in consideration as well. As soon as the sun came out, as soon as it started to get a little bit hot and obviously got a little bit humid because of all the rain that we had just run through and, and, and dealt with, there were people everywhere sitting by the side of the road, cramping up, laying down. EMS was working overtime and, and the medical stations were, were busy in the, you know, from, for the last 10 K. Now, again, it was the last 10 K of a marathon. That's usually where the medical tents and, and the EMS and people are, are starting to hurt more anyway. So maybe it just happened to be a correlation type of issue, but I wouldn't be surprised if at least some percentage of those folks that, that went down or really struggled, maybe stammered, uh, staggered to the finish line. I wouldn't be shocked at all. If there was a percentage that weren't taking in enough fluids that forgot to take in, you know, the Gatorades and the, the electrolyte drinks or whatever, forgot to take in the, the, the fluids, the waters, the, the Gatorades, Ended up being a bit dehydrated, a bit out of whack with their electrolyte balance. And at that point, 20 miles deep, it's too late to make up. You, you can't make it up. You know, you just, you, you gotta, you, at that point, the, the die has been cast and it is what it is. So, um, the next time you're racing in the rain, again, if it's a long, long enough distance race where you're going to be taking in some fluids that, you know, the, the, the rehydration strategy is part of, of your race plan, stick to it as best you can. Now, I, admittedly, I drank a little bit less than I probably normally would. All right. But I still went through 48 ounces during the marathon. Okay. Which is probably closer to, to 60 is what I would have normally ex- expected. All right. Pretty close, pretty close. And I didn't have any issues. So, you know, m- maybe that was dumb luck. M- maybe, maybe my body's adapted because, you know, as hot and as humid as it was, it wasn't quite Florida in July. So I'm maybe a little bit more used to it than, than some of the folks that are from more Northern areas. I don't know. All I'm saying is don't forget to drink. Don't forget to replace your electrolytes. Don't forget to rehydrate during a race, which is easy to do when you're racing in the rain. Okay. A um, couple more before we wrap this up for today. Uh, two more tips, two more suggestions, two more things to keep in mind when you're racing in the rain. One, wet feet is a virtual guarantee. All right, I saw I saw several people that tried the old like wrap my my feet with a with a target bag type of thing to keep my feet dry. Now I got no issues with doing that. I, I have no issues with you doing that anyway. You do you. Um, you know, you do what you got to do. What, what what works for you. Um, I just, you know, and wet feet, it's not a whole lot of fun. Like I'm not one that, that enjoys having my feet be wet for 26.2 miles before a race starts. I, I, I get it. I guess, you know, you might as well try to keep yourself as dry as possible. I mean, shoot, I went with the, the space blanket to try to keep my, uh, my clothes dry, you know, as, as best I could. Um, so if you want to, you know, put your feet in the target bag or in a trash bag or something like that, uh, go for it. I saw some people trying to run with it and I just, I don't know if it worked for them. I can't imagine it did. If it did, Hey, Props to props to those folks, I guess. But um, you know, your feet are going to get wet. Your feet are going to get wet. Um, it's just going to be you know, it's the nature of the beast. It's 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 it is what it's going to be. Um, if running with plastic bags on your feet is your idea of a good time, great. Um, I feel like it would be more annoying when you get water that runs down your legs and kind of ends up in the bag. And now you got a, literally you're running within a puddle until the bag, of course, breaks because of friction of the road and it blows out. And now you got this thing trailing. Like ah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, so, you know, don't, don't worry too much about trying to keep your feet dry. If you want to try to avoid going through big puddles. Yeah. I mean, I get that. It makes sense. Uh, at a certain point though, I just kind of said to hell with it and ran through the puddles as well, because again, feet are wet feet. My feet were wet from the start. They were wet at the finish. It just, it, it is, it is what it is. Now 
that all that being said, you know, the, the whole bag thing, kind of a joke, but kind of serious. Ultimately, it comes down to you do you. If you want to put a bag around your feet to try to keep them dry, you do that. If you want to wrap a bag around, I've heard this before too. I think I saw one or two people do this. Wrap a bag around their, their foot or maybe probably around their sock and then slide that into the shoe. Ugh, I don't know where I think, I, I do know what I think about that. I don't think it's a good idea, but again, you do you. I feel like that's a good recipe for A, your feet being sweaty AF, which is going to be, they're just going to be as, as wet and as nasty as they would be if it was rainwater. And B, there's probably a little seam or something like that on that bag, which has got a good chance to rub, got a good chance to cause a blister. So, eh, you know, I'm not really sold on that idea either. But again, you do you, you do what you got to do. When it comes to wet feet, like I said, you may want to try to lube up, lube up the toes, lube up the piggies, make sure that they're, they're as happy as possible. Um, I don't know how well that's going to work. I don't know how comfortable that would be. It's something to play with, something to try. May work for you, may not. Um, but th- I think the best thing as far as taking care of your feet, if you're going to be racing in the rain, is to to get a good pair of socks. Um, you know, I, I, I know some people swear by the toe socks. I'm, I'm a fan of the Exoskin toe socks myself. Um, and, and if you want to check out Exoskin, I believe that the code Diz Runs is still working. They're a former sponsor trying to working on maybe trying to bring them back into the fold. But I, I, I think that the code Diz Runs will still save you 20% at checkout. You can check that out. Uh, let me know if it works or not. Um, but, uh, you know, getting something that, that wicks the water away, it's not like it's going to be dry, but it's going to prevent, hopefully they're not going to rub as much. They're going to stay pretty well glued to your feet, which is what you want for your socks anyway, which is going to keep your feet as least likely to get torn up while you're racing in the rain as possible. So, you know, if you, if you normally are running with cotton socks, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend, you definitely don't want to do that on race day. If you normally have socks that maybe are a little bit big or whatever, because you know, whatever, because socks are usually sized like six to 12. And so unless you're like a 12, they're probably going to be a little bit big. Um, you might want to invest in at least one or two pairs of toe socks, which tend to be sized pretty well specific to your, your foot size. Um, or at least get some good running socks that are, that are more gradual sizing than kind of basically one size fits all because you don't want to have a bunch of extra fabric that's all wet and rubbing. And that's, that's a recipe for tearing your feet up. So your feet are going to get wet par for the course. Um, but if you have some good socks, hopefully that can keep your feet from getting too ripped up, blistered, all that kind of good stuff. Um, which honestly, my feet came out pretty much no worse for the wear. Um, hopefully that had something to do with having some good socks. Um, but you know, just take that for what it's worth. Your feet are going to get wet, deal with it. Uh, and then last but not least, when it comes to the surface, I know something that, that some people can get a little bit worried about is slipping. Got wet, wet pavement out there. Is it going to be slippery? Unless it's very near freezing where you might get some kind of ice or freezing rain type of thing. The, the, the road itself is probably going to be okay. Where you're going to get into potentially trouble is either concrete if, if part of the race is on concrete, that can tend to be a little bit more slippery than, than the black asphalt. But really the biggest issue as far as, at least as, as far as my experience is if you're on parts of the road where it's painted. So lane lines, um, you know, arrows for like a turn arrow, or a turn lane type of thing. The, the white line that goes across the road for, um, you know, at a stop sign crosswalks, those types of areas, anywhere where there's a painted line on the blacktop on the asphalt it's, it's probably not going to be super slippery, but if it's, if it's anywhere that's going to be slick, that's the area. So be, just be aware. You don't need to be super timid, but if you're, if you're like bombing down a hill and there's a, there's a turn, there's, there's a bit of a corner, you can probably take the blacktop pretty aggressively. But if you get to an area where there's going to be, you know, where you're going to be stepping on a painted line, be careful. Cause that's, that's not a fun place to go asses over elbows, bombing down the black blacktop 
with with an expectation of good footing beneath you, and all of a sudden it's not. So be careful on any painted areas of the road. If, depending on what the water situation is like, those areas are the most likely to be slick. So just be be careful in those areas. So that those are six tips to help you stay on track the next time you're racing in the rain. Lube up, dress for the temperature, not for the weather. Wear your hat and visor, and maybe even your sunglasses as well to keep the rain out of your face. Stay hydrated. Don't forget to drink. Your feet are going to get wet, so don't don't freak out about that. It's just the nature of the beast. You may want to lube up your feet, get good socks, those types of things, and be careful on the paint of the road because that's where it's going to be most slippery. So as, as we're wrapping up, just want to, again, remind you of, of something that I think I said at the beginning, that just because it's raining doesn't mean you can't have a good race, all right? Um, I, I know I talk about the weather sometimes and, and how we can't control it, and you just got to do the best you can. And usually I'm kind of focused, especially being in Florida, about the heat and humidity and things like that. And, and those types of things, I mean, if it's hot enough, it it, it is going to probably impact your race. I mean, it's physiology involved there. It's going to happen. The rain isn't like that. All right. The rain is one of those things that unless it's raining so bad that, you know, and, and I know this was the case for some folks at Marine Corps, it wasn't for me, but there were some parts of the course where it did kind of get a little bit flooded during certain parts of the rain. You know, that, that can cause a problem. If you're, if you're trudging through ankle deep water, that's, that's tough. All right. That's not, that's not ideal. It's far from ideal, but if it's raining pretty hard, but the course is draining well, or it's not raining that hard to where nothing's flooding, there's nothing that says you can't still run a really good, strong race. All right. Nothing, this is, nothing that says you can't still hit your goals. Nothing that says you can't still PR, BQ, whatever it might be, whatever those goals for the day are, unless you tell yourself you can't do it because of the rain. So the next time that you're running a race in the rain, maybe it'll be your first time. Maybe you're a rainy, rainy race day veteran. Just because it's raining doesn't mean you can't do well. So keep your sights high, set, set, keep your goals where they are, go out there and get after it. And hopefully, if, if necessary, at least, hopefully one or more of the tips from today will be something that'll help you to hit that mark, to hit that goal, to get that, that goal time the next time uh, Mother Nature decides to literally rain on your race day parade. So that is it for today. That is today's quick tip. Uh, if you want the memes, you want the gifs, you want the links, disruns.com slash 783 is the link to take you back to the show notes. While you're there, you can leave a comment with your thoughts, feedbacks, takeaways. You can also send your comments and feedbacks and, and what you thought about this episode. And, and if you have other tips or other suggestions for what you do to make running in the rain go well, leave those in the comments. Send them to me on Twitter at disruns. Send them to me on Instagram at disruns there as well. You can also send me an email disruns at gmail.com. Always looking forward to more things. If, if there's something that works for you and I didn't mention it here, hey, let me know. I'll spread the word. Hopefully it'll help maybe work for somebody else. One of our one of our other running brothers or sisters um, that has a race in the in the rain coming up somewhere down the line. Hey, the more the more suggestions, the more ideas, the better. So let me know what works for you. Um, and then last but not least, if you want to check out the Little Things course you haven't done so already, disruns.com slash little things. So with that, uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope this was helpful. Hope you, hope you don't need this information anytime soon because even though racing in the rain is is not something that's going to necessarily derail you, it's like I said, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. So hopefully you don't have any rainy day races coming up anytime soon. But the next time you do, hopefully something that fell out of my mouth today will prove useful and help you hit your mark, hit your goal for that race in spite of the weather. So, uh, that's it for today. If you like this one, press share, send, you know, spread the word, help other people find the show. Hopefully it'll be something that works for them as well. And, uh, until next time, thank you all for listening. Be well, take care, talk soon. And, uh, see you.